and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here, and we have a lot of making up for the previous shitty podcast work <laughs> to get done. Uh, according according to the critics, our previous podcast was voted worst effort ever uh-huh. in the history of anything. And so we own it. We're not making excuses for it. We're not saying, uh, I've never heard of it. Or yeah, it's people trying to make us look bad. Or it's... Although- why won't they talk about gas prices? Why they t- we're not doing that. We don't. If do I could write a check to pay for that abortion, I would. I'll be honest with you. Of course you would. All right. Uh, and and in a minute, I want to talk about the guy who caught the ball, number sixty-two. Uh, because that's just the. It's uh, a horrible, horrible idea here. Uh, here's the best call of Aaron Judge's sixty-second home run. I think. And it is by John Sterling of the New York Yankees. He's been their play-by-play guy since 1989. God, oh my or was it 1889? <laughs> Will you check that, please? Jesus. Would you check that? Here we go. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. Really? By the way, John Sterling was there to call Babe's 60th home run and was there, I believe, for the first American League season 100 and some years. I was, I I think I've mentioned this to you before when we were, when I was a kid, I was a huge Atlanta Braves fan. We didn't have cable television, obviously, couldn't watch the stuff on TBS. Uh, so he was John Sterling was the young guy on that radio crew and also the voice of the Atlanta Hawks when he was not with the Atlanta Braves and all of the guys he worked with I'm pretty sure are dead. Uh, Ernie Johnson's dad, Skip Carey, um, I think Pete Van Weeren is no longer with us. If he is, he's 116 years old. All of those people now no longer with us. He out he outlasted them. It's like like Vince Cully. Now the game was played in Texas. So it was a home game there. And so here's the homer call by the the Texas guy. And this sets a new standard for injecting something about us into a moment that really wasn't about us from the Texas point of view. Most feel helps the flight of the ball. And that ball is crushed. Deep out to left. And history has landed in Arlington. Well, wait a minute. No, no, it didn't matter. Stop it. No, no, we're, we're not going. I can't go for that. I can't go for that. <laughs> history has landed in Arlington. Yeah, because everybody remembers where these. No. 
I'll geek out even a little bit more. Speaking of Texas and Arlington, there is a new documentary on Netflix about Nolan Ryan that you would enjoy, and about maybe one person who hears this would enjoy the great Nolan Ryan. He had a he had a he had a good fastball, I hear. That's yeah, it was decent. Yeah. yeah. Now here's the worst <laughs> version of this. Here's the worst version of the home run, and it's from the uh, the Yes Network, the Yankees Network. And Michael K. And it's not so much Michael K.'s fault. It's, did you just get into broadcasting? The people who run this network, the guy who runs the audio board, you cannot hear a fucking word said here. This is just pathetic. This is, look here. <laughs> wow. Come on. Wow. I realize it's television. I know the pictures speak. I, I, I understand. But Jesus, God, that's terrible. That is pretty bad. That's that's not good. Now, see, if this would have worked yesterday on the previous podcast, oh. everything would oh, have been yeah. different. That oh, was the yeah. fork in the road. Oh, we couldn't sure. get that audio up there. No, my we neural were... activity would have been so much better. I would have uh, not said things that I didn't mean. It would have been amazing. Right. We, we would have been amazing. By the spinning wheel. You get, <laughs> off to a, wheel of yeah. you get off to a bad start. Everything just kind of it snows. You find that true in, in life. You get out of bed, all of a sudden, you, you know, the coffee burns your mouth or something. The rest of the day just sucks ass. Yeah. You're done. Hang on, let me make sure that I... Uh... Got us rocking. You have one bad relationship with one baby mama who you have to buy an abortion for, and then everything else after that. It's just subsequently terrible. I mean, that's 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 how life works. Yeah. I, I I forgot to uh, to share there, so I don't know whether I don't know whether it picks up from the beginning or what happens yeah. if I do this late. No, you're good. It just it's fine. Okay. So we, we still have everything. You can share if you need to. There it is. We're 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 still recording. Oh, I know. No, no. I, it, it had nothing to do with with on 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 your end. It was, yeah, people can start it over if they want to. It was that guy who didn't know how to keep the volume balanced correctly over the crowd noise in in Texas. <laughs> the same guy. The same guy. Same guy. <laughs> the same fellow. Right. Okay. <laughs> so now let's go to the uh, story of the guy who caught the ball, and. I guess progress has been made throughout the years because uh, leading up to this, you kept hearing the story about how they had put some kind of chip inside the ball so it could be identified so that no one would claim they had the ball and it would be a fake that they knew how to write. And that, that, uh, that's fine. That's fine. But how unfortunate that the guy who catches this ball in Dallas is a guy named Corey Yeomans, Y-O-U-M-A-N-S. And if this was a feel-good story, it would be, uh, you know, Corey has been down on his luck. He's been uh, unemployed, living under a bridge for five years. And uh, this could be his uh, ticket to solvency because he's going to be able to sell this ball for a lot of money. But that's not how the world works. Corey Yeomans is a vice president at Fisher Investments in Dallas. Okay? Oh, God, yeah. So it, it's it's almost unimaginable how much money this guy makes. And I don't begrudge him his sa- – he, he might be very good at what he does. They made him the vice president. The guy knows what he's doing. Or he might be a complete asshole. 
well, he can be good at what he does and a complete yeah. asshole. Yeah, That's there you go. Sure, sure. And um, when he was asked what his next move would be after he caught the ball, he said, well, that's a good question. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, so uh, Memory Lane Sports Memorabilia says they're offering him $2 million for the ball. The uh, uh, head of that company says, I feel the offer is way above fair if he's inclined to sell it. And this guy has been texting Mr. Yeomans back and forth. And uh, his company, the Memory Lane people, they do have a good relationship with the New York Yankees. And that if uh, they get their hands on the ball, he would lend it back to the Yankees lend it. for exhibits. Uh, record price for a home run ball is a steroid baseball it's the mark mcguire 70th home run in 1998 three million dollars for that i can't i i guess that doesn't go down in value because of the steroid issue as opposed to the fact that mark mcguire can't get into the hall of fame and doesn't deserve to because of the steroid issue right but but this is it it doesn't work with the actual baseball right that that's just not going to go down so uh it's just there's just something horrible about it it's just not fair it's not it's it's like the richest guy on your block winning the lottery okay it shouldn't happen we don't need that we don't need that now see here's the thing if this guy had any sense of decent any any sense of here's what he would do he would say aaron judge deserves possession of this ball of course he does he hit the home run and so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it back to him. And when he would add in the fact that he doesn't need money by selling this, it would make him a hero. It would make him into a decent person. Now, I'm putting aside the fact that maybe he's going to say, I'm going to get the $2 million for the ball and give it all to charity. I don't see that happening, but maybe it will. But let's pretend that's not going to happen. If he did that, and gave it to Aaron Judge, gave it back to the Yankees, the Yankees might give him you know, lifetime seats. They, they would do something, and the guy would be a hero, right? He would be everywhere. But sure. I guess that's not, that's not what's going on here, is it, Britt? It's not even close. What am I thinking? No, I mean, it's obvious he's trying to maximize whatever he can get. If, you, if you'll pay two, you'll pay three. If you'll pay three, you'll pay you – know, it's that kind of shit. You know, it's that, that kind of I, – I don't know. It's all – whatever i don't know what i would do if i had a commodity like that in my hands and you know it's millions of dollars and it could set up you I, i'm not sure what i would do if i had something like that well you're you're in debt millions of dollars yeah. don't, we don't talk about this but you no, owe yeah. millions of dollars this yeah. would help you so it's oh a different sure story. it is a different story i i, I don't know it, it does seem unseemly after a while but then again Again, no, not after a while. Right now, right now, immediately, it does seem unseemly. But you know, if you got, I'm judging. I'm judging <laughs> the guy who took Judge's ball. It's his ball. It should be his. It's well, every. It, it should be his. I would. I. I would. I would tend to after. I would say you know two million. Sure, that I can live off that. Yeah, that's fine. We'll go ahead and do that. I, I would we're, probably. No, we're do past. That. We're past what you would do if you would have gotten. It. It's not about you. <laughs> two it's million. Uh, a signed jersey. Uh, which I will yeah. then auction off for, you know, a couple hundred thousand. 
and then uh, whatever whatever leftovers from the girl you're taking out Saturday night, Aaron. That'll be fine. That that'll right. that'll that'll be our deal. We'll be good. Right, right. And what if I don't know? The, 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 it, it, I'm obsessing over this. I guess. <laughs> yeah, this one has has really hit you in a way that I didn't think it would. This is really annoyed. That's the the level of maybe, of, of maybe Brad- because. Maybe it's because I get harassing phone calls from Fisher Investments periodically. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that yes. may be it. Asking me how I'm satisfied with my portfolio. So, Fuck off. I'll call you if I'm dissatisfied, Fisher. DEFCON, uh, DEFCON 3 for Brad is like annoyed. And then beyond that, when you get down to DEFCON 1, it's irritated. When he says the word irritated, all of a sudden, he's not happy. The things, things are not good. Oh, and by the way, I, I'm going to bring you into my world. I'm going to get you on my side. This guy's wife, uh, she was a contestant on The Bachelor. I'm, look, I'm fully on board with the guy being an asshole. You, you know what to sell me. I just, wanted, I just wanted to add something. <laughs> no, you don't have to. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good. And, I, and, I, and as you know, I hate the Yankees. I would almost – there's only one franchise in sports that I like watching lose more than the Yankees. That's the Dallas Cowboys. And, I'm, and, and even I can't I'm work up a good – <laughs> I can't. I can't really work up a good lather over Aaron Judge. I'm. I'm as sick as anybody else who hates the Yankees of the interruptions and the hype and everything else. But I, like I told you, I understand. I understand what they're doing. It's right. baseball. They're getting crushed by football this time of the year. Nobody's fucking talking about baseball. So they got a good-looking guy who's the biggest star on the biggest team. They got to push the shit out of it. I understand all that. I get it. Right. It's still rather annoying and kind of unseemly, but whatever. That's what you got to do. And some people like it, so let them have their fun. All right, here you go. Choices. Crazy man in Florida yells at the sky and CNN right. and says, prove the big lie. Uh-huh. Um, you can't be a good candidate unless you're a good liar. Uh-huh. Or conservative Rabbi Shmuley goes after Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, uh, let's go after the guy in Florida yelling at this guy. Mm. Uh, Trump says he's suing CNN. I guess he has sued CNN for $475 million. And his claim is that CNN has been lying about him continuously to defeat him politically. And he is now challenged. There's nothing better than a than a Donald Trump challenge, isn't there? Uh-huh. Prove the big lie. Prove the big lie. He said this on TV, of course, so it means nothing. Can say anything. Uh, Donald Trump says, the big lie is not a big lie at all. The big lie is the opposite. The big lie Trump is referring to, of course, is the network and everyone else on planet Earth applying that phrase to his claim that he was cheated out of the election and Trump says they would never be able to prove the big lie in court. Now, where did Donald Trump say this? He said this on, again, Brit. this is the seventh tier right wing holding on by its fingernails. How does it exist network? The one that's called um, Real America's Voice. Okay. R-A-V? Rave? Yeah, right. Rav. Rav, uh, which, by the way, Toyota should sue them for using that. Absolutely. Don't you think? Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. So he's on there with that crank John Solomon. Yeah. The guy who's put out more bullshit than uh, uh, a pack of horses. Um, and 
of course, it's not a big lie. I, I, I agree with Trump at one level. It shouldn't be. Call, it should be called the biggest lie. But that's that's just the semantic. It isn't even a big lie. It's the biggest lie. Just for the record here, and this is why the Associated Press exists, in order to waste their time doing shit like this. Here you go. They calculated and they ran the numbers 7,700 times on CNN since January of 21. The network has used the phrase, the big lie, 7,700 times. Trump's claims about the supposed rampant fraud that took place at the polls in 2020 have been refuted. And the Associated Press investigation last December found, you ready? You want to know how many instances of fraud were found? This is all across the country. You may be surprised when I first say the number, but don't jump in till you get the background. The answer is 475 different instances of mostly individual fraud in the six battleground states. The Associated Press, at the time that they published this, said this is a number that would have made absolutely no difference in the 2020 presidential election. The cases could not throw the outcome into question, even if every one of them had been for Biden, which they were not. Because yeah, a lot of them were Republican. A lot of these were Republicans, right? Right. And even if those ballots were actually counted, which in most cases they weren't even counted, yeah. they pointed that out. So the answer is, Yes, if you want to get down to to proving that Donald Trump is lying and it's a big lie about whether the election was stolen from him, he would lose that in court. And it probably goes to why all 60 judges all over the country after the election say, get the fuck out of here. You got nothing. See, that's the point. That's the point. It's it's like that's what some people are going to go. Yeah, CNN scared. Why don't they go to court? Well, this has already been adjudicated from here to Mars. They lost every fucking time they went to court. There was nothing. Every time and time and time and time again, that stupid legal team, which has turned over about seven times since the end of 2020, <laughs> they, they would lose time and again. There's nothing for them to adjudicate. It's already been proven that the big lie is a big lie before we even go to CNN. The lawsuit is a huge, massive, unbelievable, crazy, right. unmitigated sham. Right. And um, people like Bill Barr said it's just bullshit. Uh, and let, let's, let's put that just over to the side a little bit right now and, uh, think about what you're hearing and seeing here a month out now, only a month out from the midterms and, you know, the scripts are pre-written and they're just pulled out every two years or every four years, depending on the cycle, which is guess what? These races are tightening, Right. Uh-huh. Everything's tightening up right now. Um, and the issue of protecting our democracy, democracy in peril, January 6th, every survey now has that down fourth, fifth, maybe sixth most important thing that, that voters are are thinking about, which, of course, that's a Republican win all the way around if Nobody is thinking about that as they vote here or make their ultimate decision or decide. I'll just pick an example. Let's say I'm in Georgia. I'm an undecided voter. Um, 
But boy, I'm a Georgia football fan. God, he was a good running back. My goodness. In fact, I'm such a Georgia Bulldogs fan. And at my age, I was an adult when Herschel Walker was a running back for Georgia. And uh, you can just look at all the old video of him. He was he was something special. But here's how smart I am, Britt. Uh, back when, when he was running, I thought, you know what? Somebody who's that good of a running back 40 years ahead of time, they'll be a good senator 40 years from now. I thought that. I knew that his qualifications as a great running back made him qualified to be a senator. So why, but why, why, why wasn't he rushed up to help out this country 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 but, years ago? Britt, are you a wine connoisseur? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ready until it's ready. Uh, the latest shocking revelation about Herschel Walker, of course, is that not only did one of the baby mamas get an abortion, she also gave birth to a child, of course, which he has no contact with whatsoever, as with the other children. And she decided to, to reveal. I don't know how shocking that is, though. I don't know if, the, if that's like the real, hey, here's a little cherry on top of your shit Sunday. I don't, I don't know if that's really that shocking, is it? Uh well, see, the fact that you're even asking that yeah. is, is the problem. Not, okay. not you, but uh, America. That's tr- <laughs> yeah, that, that's Trumpism all the way. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is because, well, Trump, because Access Hollywood tape didn't matter. Remember, it was just locker room talk, Britt. Yeah. That was just locker room talk. And they circled the wagons. And off to the races they went. And they're doing it again now with Herschel Walker. And the excuse for the Republican Party uh, hanging in there with Herschel Walker and not just saying something, and, and don't laugh when I say this, for the good of the country, sure, we believe that Herschel Walker was an error to be nominated. And we think that Reverend Warnock would be better for Okay, that's not going to happen. So since they can't even replace him on the ballot now, it's too late. They're forced to go with him, Britt. There's just nothing the party can do. And we're going to let the voters decide. Um, I'm so tired of that. It's so lame. It, 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 it's so beyond. And uh, as the, the uh, title said, if you're going to be a successful politician in this country, you've got to be a good liar. And one of the ways you're a, a good liar, I think, as a candidate, is if you are falsely accused of something, particularly, you are passionate. You are angry. You will not allow yourself and your family and everyone you love to be defamed by these vicious, vicious lies. You listen to Herschel Walker, and this is from today. This is brand new. Uh, here he is. And apparently this is one of the places where you can just say stupid shit and uh, never get questioned about it. You can just blather on, and uh, you won't have your feet held to the fire. This is the uh, the Hugh Hewitt show, uh, radio show. By the way, Hugh Hewitt is a lawyer. He's a law professor. He knows better. Sure. But he's a Republican toady who's gone completely into the tank. Let's see if we can uh, scarf this one up here. Again, again, Hershey. 
Oh, no, not going to happen. Not you teased me. I thought it was going to happen that time. No, no, I, I got, I, I had it, and then uh, I got, uh, I got advertised at. So, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, Herschel Walker is giving the most deliberate, quiet response. He's just, he's just memorizing some things that he's been told to say. Um, which is that, you know, uh, these are lies. I know it's untrue. They keep telling me things like that. And it's, to- what do you mean? They keep telling me things like that. And it's, oh, I forgot. He's an incoherent illiterate too. <laughs> I'm not sure why that would be told. I know nothing about any woman having an abortion and right. they can keep coming at me like that. They're doing it because they want to distract people. I know that because I've already been forgiven by who? Oh, I think I got it here. Here you go. Here. All right, do it. About your paying for a woman's abortion. Uh, the anonymous woman has now also alleged that she had a child by you. Your response? I, I'll say it was the same thing I said, that, uh, you know, I know this is untrue. I know it's untrue. And they keep telling me things like that, and it's totally, totally untrue. And uh, I'm not sure why. Uh, that will be told. I know nothing. Can you hear the anger in his voice there, Britt? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's... And a woman having an abortion. And, and uh, so they, they can keep coming at me like that. And they're doing it because uh, they want to distract people. I know that. Because, you know, I've already been forgiven. And if I've been forgiven, why in the world will I not be forgiven of something I like that? And um. If you uh, you're, you're 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 a bit closer to Christianity than I am, but you want yeah. to explain that bullshit? If you don't do something, you don't need to be forgiven for it. I believe it would be part of my takeaway from this. Uh, there's no yeah. forgiveness for something you you didn't do. Please, God, forgive me of the thing that I didn't do. That's not a prayer that a lot of people really. And here's 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 the problem. Here's the ugly part of this. If I may just strip away some of the varnish. The people who, uh, we've, we've mentioned this before, but I'll mention, it surprises me that not everybody listens to every one of the Brad and Brit cast, so I can review this. You haven't heard this in a while. Not everyone who supports Donald Trump is racist. And, of course, by proxy, Herschel Walker, because that's, you know, the overlap, the Venn diagram, it's the same thing. But every person, pretty much, who is a racist supports Donald Trump. And they've swallowed hard to support this black guy who's running for for senate because the other black guy they like even less than him right well this this latest but his his position as a hero football player yeah that wins in a different category here's the problem here's the cognitive dissonance there's stuff that they believe about black guys spreading their seed around willy-nilly that kind of is coming into play here that makes them feel pretty uncomfortable right the the worst racist stereotype yes it yes. has, has been put out there That's in, correct. in a sense by Herschel. He's got more to say here. Let's see. Oh, good. Go ahead. Is there anything you need to be forgiven for vis-a-vis a woman whose name we do not know? Do you know who this woman is and do you need to be forgiven? Well, that's, that's what's so funny. And I'm saying I've been forgiven because of all the things I did when I went to my when I, the thing with my ex-wife and all that and Okay, not just you put a fucking gun to her head. No. You threatened to kill her. This really is like, when did you stop beating your wife? Now that that would be a proper question for him. That would be an absolute fair question for Herschel Walker. 
I don't know how many years ago I wrote in my book. I forgot. I wasn't perfect. Yeah, it was so long ago. <laughs> Things like that, you just forget. Guys, I wasn't perfect. Right. right. I had my problem with mental health. And I've been born again, but I, I have a new life. And I've, I've been moving forward. And, and, uh, and, and if that had happened, I would have I said it because there's nothing to be ashamed of there. Really? That, but I know nothing about it. And uh, if I knew about it, I, I would be honest to talk about it. But I know nothing about that. So let me let me go through the, I want to go through the arguments that he just made. I didn't do it. If I did do it, Jesus said it's okay. And number three was, I'm, I was crazy. I had mental health problems. That is the, the Herschel Walker excuseometer that you just went through there. Where's he got my vote? He got my vote. <laughs> he got my vote. <laughs> well, see, again, this isn't a question of, you know, this is going to cost him half of his support. It doesn't have to cost him much. I think that's the point. And uh, if I'm correct about this, I have uh, seen statistics that say Georgia is one of those states where a lot of people will just leave different offices blank. They don't. In other words, I think last time um, there were uh, uh, a lot more total votes. Um, th there were a lot of re Republican registered total votes that voted for other offices that didn't vote for president. So Trump, who lost Georgia, not by, what was it, 11,000? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the number of people who voted in total in Georgia w was way past that. So, no, they didn't all vote for Joe Biden, but they, they sat it out. So Democrats, Raphael Warren, they're very smart. They don't have to say a word about this. They don't have to say a word because all you have to do is get a bunch of Republicans who won't publicly say, oh, I'm switching my vote. I'm going to vote for the other guy. They will silently walk in there and not vote at all. Yeah, it's quiet quitting. It's quiet quitting as voters, and that's only to the benefit of uh, no, Raphael Warnock. I think so. you can play the turnaround game in this one. I think you can go, if there was a story that came out and said that Raphael Warnock had had four different kids with four different women and paid for abortions, don't you think this story goes a little bit differently? Don't you think? <laughs> you're muted. Your your mic is muted. Yeah, yeah. Lights, out, lights out on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but I I just feel like there the, the story would be just a just the slightest bit different. Yeah, if that was the case. And by the way, can they just? I mean, at this point, don't you just produce the check? Can't she? Has she published the check? Day, well, the daily, uh, the daily beast has a copy of it, and that doesn't Absolutely. matter. That just that does no, that doesn't Brett, matter. Brett, nothing doesn't... matters. Brett, Although check for Stormy Daniels, it didn't matter. This it I thought. Matter. This I think is funny, and I didn't get this level of detail, but I'm reading it in a CNN story. Of course, they picked up from the Daily Beast, which has done all this stuff. Apparently, he sent her a get well card. Yeah. Now here's here's the only suspicious part. Here's the only suspicious part of the story. <laughs> okay. When you look at the card that was sent, and again, there's a picture. Of, there are pictures of it, perfect color pictures of it. 
it looks perfect. It yeah. looks like it looks like it was just bought at the store Thursday. And I don't know about you, and I have you know I, I keep a lot of old shit, and some of yeah. the stuff is pristine, it's perfect. Yeah. But Herschel Walker is not denying it, so I'll just put that aside as my little bit of oh, I'm gonna at least be skeptical until the the last dog is uh is dead on this one. That that's the only thing that that's got me, but it's probably real. She probably kept all this stuff. People, do. where do you go? Where do you? I, I've been to CVS and Walmart. I don't know. American Greetings has a hey, get well soon from your abortion card. I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, aware. It didn't quite say that. It wasn't quite. Soon. <laughs> Heard about your procedure, which I know nothing about. Didn't pay for it, <laughs> and Jesus forgives me for. Hope you feel better from the thing that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, Britt actually. Well, see, he wasn't present for the uh, abortion because uh, at most abortion clinics they do have a little card section uh, on the way out. Uh, can I can I zoom into that? I really don't want to be there. Would I be positive? Can you can you Skype me into that? That'd be great. Yeah. Ah, oh, good times. All right, you want to go to Rabbi Shmuley here? Of course, Rabbi Shmuley and uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, who is again unfortunately going through a very painful divorce. And uh, you know who Rabbi Shmuley Bochak is? Sure, he's been around for about 30, 30, 35. I mean, he's he's been out there. Was he the one? Now, wasn't he on the, the Imus show, show quite a bit? Wouldn't Imus have him on? He's been on. But yeah. see, Bernard McGurk died. Oh, did he? Oh, he did. Bernard McGurk, he uh, had cancer. He had cancer. 64. That's all. Jeez. That's Good all. An, uh, an, uh, another person who meets disaster by being near Sid Rosenberg. <laughs> Boy, that was, was, was that inside baseball enough for, uh, for radio geeks? No, it, is. it is. It is. Sid Rosenberg is a ball of shit. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, Rabbi Shmuley, very conservative, conservative politically. And he's an Orthodox rabbi. A lot of them are. And he has uh, been up the Democrats ass for not condemning uh, Representative Elon uh, Omar of Minnesota. A lot of anti-Semitic shit. Yeah. He's. And she deserves it for the most part. I, you know, I'm with him on that. Now he's going after Marjorie Taylor Greene because the Republicans are silent about her anti-Semitism or, as he calls it, her Jew hatred. Column in the Jerusalem Post, uh, Rabbi Shmuley argues that Marjorie Taylor Greene's frequent anti-Semitic provocations deserve condemnation from the Republicans uh, she spoke at a white nationalist conference organized by Nick Fuentes, world-famous Holocaust denier. Uh, she spoke at this conference, a man that the uh, ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, called a prominent white supremacist pundit, a Holocaust denier who said Jews burning in gas chambers were like baking cookies. After being criticized for speaking at the conference where Putin and Adolf Hitler were praised, Marjorie Taylor Greene doubled down and blamed the bad publicity she got on Democrats and, here's my favorite word, Pharisees in the Republican Party. Pharisees. Kevin McCarthy was silent. <laughs> uh, you go, Pharisees. Rabbi Shmuley goes on to recall how Marjorie Taylor Greene also once spouted an absurd claim about the Rothschild family. Boy, go to the, go to the hits. When you need them, the Rothschild family sure. funding the space laser that it was using to set the wildfires in California a couple years ago. Uh, man, I'll tell you, it doesn't get any better than that. So 
here's the bottom line from uh, Rabbi Shmuley. And this is just flat out unassailably true. The Republican Party cannot say it condemns anti-Semitism and then accept a rabid anti-Semite in its midst. Republicans may think it's good politics to change the subject by talking about the Democrats, but they only succeed in looking like hypocrites. Here's the problem, Reverend Shmuley. They don't care how hypocritical they are. The biggest hypocrite in the history of hypocrites just got done with a four-year term as president. Back to you, Rabbi Shmuley. Although it is late, it is not too late for the GOP to condemn Marjorie Taylor Greene outright before the plague of anti-Semitism spreads. Marjorie Taylor Greene must be ostracized by the Republican Party. So let's play the turnaround game here, not the turnaround game, the shift game. If uh, any Republic or Democrat would say that, they would pretend they didn't hear it. Uh, they don't know what, what the Democrat is talking about. And uh, they have nothing to do with uh, controlling their members. Marjorie Taylor Greene is free to speak as she wishes, right? Isn't that what would be said sure. if someone sure. had to be held accountable for um, uh, the thing she says uh, answered in a statement like the one that Rabbi Shmuley said? Uh, but here's the Here's the thing. I, I, I don't know what the polling is. I guess she's going to get reelected in the fucking deliverance uh, um, section of Georgia. Right. That's the that's the deliverance district. Right. That's, that's Cedar, yeah, Cedar Town. That, that, that part of Georgia. Um, and if the Republicans uh, take the House of Representatives and therefore start to control all these committees, the question will be. Will she get any committee assignments or will they put her out in out to pasture out in left field just sitting there where she'll just continue to do what she does, which is just yak, raise money and and, and do all the kinds of horrible things for which the Republican Party will say, she's just there. We have nothing to do with her. You know, she'll be like that guy, Steve King. Remember him, the guy from Iowa? Right. You know, they kind of de committed him for several years and finally he got beat i think in a primary a couple of years ago and that was the end of him but but marjorie taylor green is is just at the beginning of this apparent run and um kudos uh, hats off yarmulke's off to uh rabbi shmuley for for uh, getting out there and saying what needs to be said although the people that need to hear it and the people that need to answer for it uh, probably won't hear it and wouldn't answer for it if they did hear it. That's, uh, that's my little that's my little take here. What have we left on the table, big guy? What have we left? Tomorrow night, it's the big time uh, in North Carolina, the Senate debate between Sherry Beasley and Ted Budd, the hand-picked uh, Donald uh, Trump Republican nominee. It's on okay. Spectrum News at 8 o'clock on a Friday night. I guess that stuff doesn't matter because it gets replayed a million times. But there you go. That's uh, coming up tomorrow night as we record this, Friday night, October the 8th. Now, is that going to be available only on on cable, Spectrum Cable? I'm reading from their website. I don't know if they've made it available to anyone else, but it looks like they're just uh, making it available to them, as far as I know right now. If you live in North Carolina or if you live around the country, Spectrum is is in a lot of giant markets, L.A. They're they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I just I just don't recall a statewide debate like this. Yeah. Being closed off to just cable customers of one 
company. I mean, that that is just wrong. That that is so wrong. Uh, that needs to be available on free TV, yeah, over the air television in in each large market. They should be on a, a major TV station in Charlotte and Asheville and in, in Greensboro and in, in Raleigh and Wilmington, um, in Greenville. All, all these. It should be available. Every everyone doesn't have cable fucking TV. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is a new thing. I know you haven't heard about this. A lot of people have what they call cut the cord. Are you kidding have, me? Don't get their TV that way anymore. How dare mm. either or both sides agree to this limited uh, uh, version of a, a debate? It's terrible. It's 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 an outrage. I hope we've missed the details on this. Maybe I, I just hope, hope we've missed it. I, I know that it is the... available, and if if so, we're wrong here. But but boy, you know, you're seeing the same thing now. Yeah. Yeah. That I thought I saw a week or so ago. In other words, no, no inference that it's available everywhere else. Now that could also be, and this is so fucking shitty and pathetic and small. This is because Spectrum doesn't want to say right. that it's available everywhere else. Because that right. fewer people will watch it on Spectrum. Who even have Spectrum? They will watch it on the local channel. God. Well, you can't you, you can't have it on the Fox affiliates like Channel Fifty in Raleigh and Channel Eight in Greensboro and Channel Forty Six in Charlotte and Channel Twenty One in Asheville because uh, SmackDown is going to be on, so they wouldn't preempt oh, their yeah. programming for well, that. Of course, you can't preempt it for that. No. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do that, so no, they're no, not saying no, it. It, yeah. it could be on. It, it can be on any. There's nothing that's not preemptible for for that usually. Uh, no, Fox doesn't have Thursday night football anymore. I hear. Yeah, yeah that's what I hear as well. I hear. <laughs> so I'm told. Do you? I, I'm going to ask you this, and you're going to smack me down. Do you think the the Tua thing would have had more impact if it was on regular television versus Amazon Prime, or did it matter because it was replayed so many different places? Uh, I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, no. I I I, I think that enough people see it. And uh, there was such instant reaction. I don't think it would have mattered. But do you think it's been like it's been a w- it's been a week? I mean, it seems like it's been about six months since we saw. You're, you're referring to the the Dolphins quarterback, yes, uh, who went down and allowed you to win your bet that I made for you <laughs> I didn't in Las Vegas. Uh, by the way, here is the betting slip for people that uh, there it is. <laughs> and then Bengals he... minus four, and uh, they covered. Because the Dolphins were were uh, down to their second string quarterback, you they were Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, former Carolina Panther. He, he then had involuntary movement in his arms, which was quite disturbing. It looked like it was cramping up, and he was throwing up gang signs. And there are a lot of theories. Chris Nowinski, the guy who's the lead guy on this, who has a PhD in neurology, he said it may be because of some stem damage, and it was really, really disturbing. I, yeah, I I don't know how you and and. I haven't read anything about it for a couple of days, but you know, Tool was already saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm working hard. I want to get back with the team. I want to get out there." Right. And it's as if, and I know it's his life, and I know it's his health, and I, I know it's that. But, um, I think he's got to, got to take a lot of time off before he can play again. Well, they, I don't they said, is, I don't think this is a you sit this one out for one game. And then come back, 
you know, next week. So you've taken two weeks the, off. The, the, uh, the comical, the comical uh, statement from the Dolphins this week was, he's been ruled out for this week's game. <laughs> that was like a statement that they made on Twitter. He's been yeah, thanks, ruled guys. I kind of think maybe the rest of the season should be a thing, like at least, right? And then he can reassess like next year if he wants to come back or whatever. But I think I think probably the rest of the year would be a, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good chance for him to take that off. Uh, woman, cow, VCR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us. All right. We, uh, we, we thank you for uh, watching or listening or however uh, you get this. Maybe you get the uh, audiobook version. Fine. I don't, you know, the other day, I, I never do this. I clicked on one of those, you know, the article. I don't know where it was from. It was a, I think it says article. It, it, two minutes. Two minutes. Right. I, let me listen to see how. Those are computers. Those aren't people that read those. It's a disembodied well, voice that reads who, the thing who, for you. Who would ever? And I, I know if you're, if you're blind, but, of course, if you're blind, you can't see to yeah. click on. True, but that sucks. If you're that's if you're just... blind, when the thing hovers, it's supposed to say stuff to you, like click here to listen to. That's that's what it, what happens. That's the way the internet is set up. Hmm. Allegedly, that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. All right, we will uh, see you on Monday. Here, thank you very much for your fine, fine work. And we and, pulled it out. We, yeah. I think, I think we're about. 80% back after the uh, previous podcast disaster. Disaster, yeah. I mean, back to- it's such a disaster, Biden is going to be visiting this studio over the weekend. 